Welcome to Thank You Ted. Thank you, Ted. Ted. Where we will discuss the magic, madness, and meaning of musical theater from fourth wall to curtain call. We are your hosts, McKenna M. And Zoe Wall. And today, centers around the Kathy Jamie feud. This feud is older than we are. And yeah. We're going to do it in alphabet, not alphabetical order. No. We're going to do it in a different order. Um. The show is in not chronological order, so we rearranged it to chronological order so that we can kind of follow the progression of this this relationship. Story arc. Let's just start off by giving you a little background info on the last five years. Kathy's story is told in opposite order of Jamie's story, which is told chronologically. Yes. Um, so the songs do not... They never see each other or discuss, discuss with each other during the show until they merge in the middle. It's a very beautiful scene. Very, very melodic. Um, very pretty. Yeah. But other than that, it's like two very opposite timelines. And it can be very confusing if you haven't seen it. So um, we recommend watching it before you listen to this or this will make zero sense. Also, I think it's on Netflix. So It is, yeah. So, like, go ahead. It's not hard. I mean, it's a movie version, not the actual musical, but, like, But, but it's ahead. Anna Kendrick and Jeremy Jordan. We love. We love them. And Jeremy Jordan played a character with a J in this um, scenic adaptation. <laughs> Which is interesting, because he almost always plays characters that start with J. That's actually true. Jim. I noticed that. Jack. Jack. Yeah. Yeah, so many. Like, Seymour. Just all the days. <laughs> okay, so starting out, we have... Okay, so this song, this is the last song of the show, but it is going to be the also first the on first. our timeline because it is Kathy's beginning, though it is the end of the show. So, we also did a fun thing here where we counted how many times um, they said waiting in the show because waiting is kind of a, a, a thing that happens a lot in the show since they're not on the same timeline. And not just because of the way that it is produced. Also, they wait for each other to get a hold of the freaking relationship ever, but neither of them do. Nope. So, so they're always waiting. There were, I counted 29 waitings in the show. I counted 34. So um, it's one of those, maybe somewhere in between. Somewhere in between those. Okay, so uh, goodbye until tomorrow. We don't really have a lot to say about it because she's just waiting She's saying goodbye until tomorrow. She's saying, oh, I'm going to miss you so much. Uh, she seems to be very attached to him already, even really early in the relationship, which kind of is a thing that happens for the rest of their relationship. So it's kind of interesting to see it portrayed here already, her being kind of very clingy towards him. She is willing to wait for it, just like Aaron Burr. And I really, I think that's an admirable character <laughs> trait in Kathy. Um, except for in the end, it's what makes her suck so badly. So, um, what we love about Kathy, we hate about Kathy. Yes, absolutely. Um, but you know what she says? She says goodbye until I'm done thanking God, um, which is interesting because he's Jewish. Um, yeah. but, also, um, but also, I think that that's really interesting because um, why are you thanking God for a guy you've like, been like on two it, three dates Yeah, it with? seems that their relationship has like just started like, maybe first date, so it's kind of interesting they're already very into each other and also 20 of the waitings came from this song just so so many waiting so many waitings in the song all she says in the song is i will be waiting 
um, only one of them was said by Jamie. So really, if we look at that proportionally, um, Kathy is waiting 19 times, uh, <laughs> no, 20 times as much as Jamie's waiting. Yeah, that is which true. Which is so sad for Kathy. So the next one is Shiksa Goddess. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, this song is very weird because he is basically saying I love you because you are not all of the you're not Jewish that's pretty much what he's saying he is Jewish yes however and she is not which makes them opposites and opposites attract in many cases in life um let's just think of some examples off the top of magnets like like Hamilton and Eliza opposites yes but they attract Yep. And so <laughs> the weird thing about this song is that he's talking about, you know, if you had a tattoo, that wouldn't matter, blah, 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 all of these things. She's like, basically, I I don't care who you are. I like you because you're not Jewish. And it's like an act of rebellion for him. He's like, I'm breaking my mother's heart every time I'm looking at you, which is it's he, Jamie's a strange man. He likes the novelty of her. Kind of like how Hamilton liked the novelty of Eliza. You're not wrong about that. <laughs> um, also, he likes to say this one thing um, a couple times in the show, but we're not going to bring up the second time just nope. yet. Like, he says, I could be in love with someone like you. Not exactly like you. Just, just, just like you. Just kind of, I could, I could maybe. I could be in this way yeah, similar. But um, not possibly. You're my type. Yeah, which is really strange. You can tell that she's she's thinking God, and he's like, oh, I'm being rebellious by being with you, which is, it's strange. She's just very replaceable. Yes, mind, exactly. While she's irreplaceable in exactly. hers. And we can tell this from early on, warning signs. Yes. So the next song is I Can Do Better Than That. No, Kathy, no, you can't. <laughs> um, this song one of the things that's really interesting there, there's the heartfelt letter she gets dumped by with a guy by with the heartfelt letter which you will find later again um but she says i want you and you and nothing but you nothing we bolded um because yeah, <laughs> he wants someone like her and she wants nothing but him those do not seem like the exact same word choice. I wonder why. <laughs> she says, um, she says no substitution will do. I don't, she's like, you are ir- absolutely irreplaceable, which is what we mentioned prior. She also says, I don't want you to throw up all your walls and defenses, which is exactly what he does, spoiler alert. Um, and I wonder why. Maybe because she's that clingy. You and you and nothing but you. <laughs> Okay, girl. <laughs> so next is Moving Too Fast, which he is, spoiler alert, Moving Too Fast. Yeah, he's pretty correct in this song. Oh, absolutely. Um, he's, he keeps saying stuff like, maybe I can't follow through. And that's just really interesting because he knows full well in the back of his head. It's like it's like when you say out loud, like, hmm, this might be a bad idea. Oh, well, yeah. that's what he's doing in this song. And it's true. It's it's a pretty bad idea. Actually. Yeah, he he starts. Spoiler alert! He decides to move in with her. He's like, I'm kind of. Um, he's like, everything in my life is happening too fast. Uh oh. Oh well. His narcissism is peeking out in this song. It shows, which we will see a lot of later. Yes, he is a Mr. Jamie is a big narcissist. 
Climbing Uphill is the next song. Which is, we have a little interesting <laughs> to about this song. Um, so originally, um, Jason Robert Brown, the, the amazing, he, the original lyrics were, <laughs> I'm climbing uphill, daddy climbing uphill. She's talking to her father in the song, but they changed it to Jamie in the movie. Maybe because Jamie's secretly her father. <laughs> Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> okay, so um, this one, this is where her insecurity starts to show. Yeah, pretty much. She, there's this beautiful quote. I will not be the girl who gets asked how it feels to be trotting along at the genius's heels. Um, <laughs> she does not want to be in his shadow. No. She doesn't want to be. His arm can no, and that's he wants exactly to be something who's made something of herself. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't happen for Kathy because she's not as talented as Jamie is. She, Sorry, Kathy, she sees but you're not. She sees her place. She's like, she well, but she at this point she's still determined that she's gonna like you know make it and stuff. She's just she's just saying I want to be something for myself. But she also. Uh, she does has this line where she says Jamie needs space to write since I'm obviously such a anno- horrible annoying distraction to him which is like whoa insecurity, insecurity starting to peak the roof which I think is super interesting that these two songs the last one is where Jamie's narcissism starts to like kind of show and here's where um, Kathy's insecurity starts to you know peek through and it's like it's, okay yeah. we're seeing your faults they're starting yeah. to come through they're the big faults it's in these setting up their downfall. what makes them not mesh yeah okay next is the the shmuel 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 it's shmuel shmuel um we wanted to look up the origin of the name shmuel and it actually is hebrew if if you were wondering which is really interesting because Jamie is Jewish. <laughs> That's quite interesting. <laughs> How many times am I saying that? Okay, so we don't we don't have any issues with this song. This song this song is adorable. It's so cute. It's like Jamie's only redeeming like song at this yeah. point in the like musical. It's it's the song he's, that makes him look the so best. Cute. He looks good in this song. Like you're like, okay, I love the relationship. He's pushing her, but the reason he, he's pushing her is kind of not maybe for the right reasons. It's almost like he's pushing her to kind of catch up with him because he's doing so great. So he's like, come on, you can do it. You know, you can do it just like I am. But it's not as easy for her as it was for him. I think it's so interesting how Jamie thinks that just because his success came quickly and with no hassle, that everyone else's is going to happen that exact same exactly. way. Because it's, it's not. not. That's not how the world works. Okay. All right. Next, we've got the next ten minutes. Um, it's from the musical "The Last Five Years." Um, just like all the other songs <laughs> in this entire list. Um, its sequel is the um ten minutes ago from Cinderella, sang by Cinderella and Your Royal Highness Christopher Rupert, <laughs> Windermere Vladimir, Carline Alexander, Francois Reginald, Lancelot Herman. Gregory James. We yes. just thought it was interesting how they're both about 10 minutes. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, 10, but also we spelled 10 two different ways on the <laughs> spreadsheet. So, okay. So, Nailing this it. song, this song is very interesting because they, it's where they meet in the middle. It's the first time and only time they're on stage together, except for the last song. Oops. It's, but it's the first time they're on stage together. And, 
yeah it's it's pretty cool the <laughs> so one thing that's interesting about this song is jamie is asking for time he's asking can i have you for the next 10 minutes but it's weird how he keeps he says um after that i'll ask you for another 10 it's like he can't commit to more than 10 minutes which i you know that's just me taking the words out of his mouth but that's speculation right yeah there. but it's it's interesting and another thing that she says is um she says i'm not always ex- t- on time please don't expect that from me which is true she's always late her career is kind of falling behind him she's late later than him in life he's kind of being so successful and she's trotting behind and this is the first song where we actually start to wonder like because she says you know i'm gonna be late and that is mainly towards her career how she's kind of late in her success and he was early in his and that shows how different they are and this is the first time it's kind of like is she jealous of his success or does he want her to be jealous of his success? Yes. Which is the main question over this whole Yeah, thing. it's something really interesting we found is because the the thing is with this show is you only see one of their perspectives at a time. So you don't know what's happening outside of these songs that you see because you don't see the actual interactions between the characters. So you wonder how much of this is, you know, being made up in their own minds It's because it's all perception. Okay, next we got Summer in Ohio. Um, this is the whiny Cassie song. <laughs> it's the anthem for all the girls who hate their lives and hate the fact that they don't get, you know, what they All want. the girls who are majoring in musical theater. Pretty much. That's the same group right there. That's the overlap is enormous. No tea, no shade, but. <laughs> but, like, this is your anthem right also here. <laughs> um, this is where she realizes she's she's failing miserably miserably and something interesting that she says is she says um when she's talking about jamie she says i finally got something right she feels like the only thing she has right in her life is jamie she feels completely inferior to him like he's her kind of only accomplishment in life because she can't make any of her own which is sad i think also, we need to bring this up, not because it's necessary right now, but because it is for an argument later. I just want to point out this quote. Remember that I said it, and then we'll go back to it. Um, she sees his book, and she is with this guy, Richard, or whatever, and he says, um, all things considered, I guess you don't have to buy it. So she smiles like Mona Lisa, and she lays her visa down. I'm not going to say why that's important just yet, but it I is. don't even know why that's important. Um, another thing <laughs> is that she calls herself Miss Jamie Wellerstein. Um, she didn't even mention her own first name. She's not Miss Kathy Wellerstein. No, she's, no. she's his wife. That's all she is. That's all she'll ever be. And she knows it. It's really she sad. Said it. Okay, next is a miracle would happen. And for this one, we're going to do a little real quick prayer, just as Jamie did in this entire song. So, dear the almighty (laughs) Lord of righteousness and all things sacred, the holy ground, the holy grail, and all things above, the worlds, the stars, the orbits around, (laughs) everything that we know is good and holy in the world. 
Please don't let me cheat on my wife. Amen. That is this whole song. <laughs> I, I hate this song. I think that was actually the exact lyrics. Yeah, um, for sure. Word by for word. Sure. For sure. This uh-huh. song makes Jamie look disgusting. This is this is whenever it's women say I hate men, this is why. This is absolutely <laughs> why. why. <laughs> he says this whole song. He says it's a challenge to resist temptation. What? It's not always. If you're in love, it should not be a challenge to resist no. temptation. He, he he calls a woman a pair of breasts. Like, how are you okay? So dehumanizing. It's the worst. We. He's- and this song. This song is whenever. Um, I have kind of been a team Jamie for a while, but this song is is not good for my case. He no, looks, it's really not. We were looks, we were really debating earlier about this musical, and she was like, "Oh no, Kathy's in the wrong." Kathy's in, and we heard this song, and she was like, "Oh." Um, <laughs> we, we have some debate on both sides now. Yeah. So next we have a part of that. Pretty much, Kathy just wants to be a part of his world. Him being Prince Eric. Um, essentially, she thinks that since she's a mermaid and he is a oh, wrong musical <laughs> oh shoot. yeah yeah he's a he's a writer and she's a failing actress oh same Awkward. thing as a mermaid <laughs> yeah okay um so there's a lot of repetition in the song she's where saying, she says i'm, I'm a, a part, part of that. that yeah yeah i'm a part of that yes i'm a part of yeah that. i am a part of that she's I- trying to justify it to herself and yeah. convince herself it which is weird yeah she she says in this song her jealousy again in this song she says um i tend to follow in his stride instead of side by side i take his cue she is again stuck in his shadows and she's admitting it to herself she knows it she's well aware and at least she's aware of it um but also that kind of breaks her as a character she also says um there's no question there's no doubt i said i'd stick it out and follow through which is interesting because in Moving too fast, he says, um, maybe I can't follow through. But she says, there's no question, there's no doubt. But also, by the end of the song, she's questioning, am I a part, I'm a part of that, aren't I? Which aren't is, I? aren't I? Am I really? <laughs> <laughs> this song, um, if I didn't believe in you, is the I next one. I love this song, I love it, but it's also... <laughs> Whenever really we, we both, we both are really big fans of this song just because you kind of see what you kind of, you can understand Jamie's struggle in the song because obviously Jamie is typically painted as the bad guy because spoiler, he's the cheater or whatever. But in this song, we kind of sympathize with him. We're like, okay, we understand what he's going through. But when we kind of really dug into it, one thing that we've kind of been questioning is, are the things he's saying right? Or is he just accusing her of all these things? We were really curious on whether or not he was just putting words in her mouth yes. and placing the blame on her because he didn't want it, uh, which kind of seems like what's happening because um, he just says things that are like, like he calls so... her jealous. First yes. of all. Okay. There's this one line in the song um, that we thought was just like a burn. It's just a burn. He goes, I will not fail so you can feel comfortable, Kathy. I will not lose because you can't win. She never asks him to she be She never once successful. said in the musical, please lose. No. I don't want you. And this is where we go back to the I guess you don't have to buy it. 
she doesn't have to support him. She doesn't have to buy the book metaphor. Oh, that's good. But she does. All things considered, she doesn't have to buy it. She buys it. She doesn't buy the book. She buys his career. She buys into everything that he's selling. She, she does go to him. all his parties in the beginning. She completely supports him 100%. She's just happy to be there for him. And yes, he's mad at her in this song because he doesn't want to go to a party. But I wonder why she doesn't want to go to another party. Maybe it's because he keeps staring at the breasts of the other girl. Yeah. And he's upset about it. Maybe. He's trying to put himself in her shoes in the song. But it, it, we don't know if it's actually what she's thinking because we don't get her side of the story at this point. He's trying to think from her perspective. But in the end, he just plays the victim. And he villainizes her. And he tries to, like tell her that she is like it's okay to struggle but he's never struggled so how would he know if it's okay to struggle Mm -hmm. um and this song isn't if i didn't believe in you it's really blaming her and saying you don't believe in me absolutely he is he's completely we don't know how much of this is actually true because we only see so much of what the characters tell us but it kind of seems like He's trying to put all the blame on her, even though he doesn't. She doesn't not want his success. She does want success for herself, but she doesn't need him to lose in any shape or form, which he kind of assumes she does because he feels like if he were in her shoes, he would be jealous. But she's not. Which makes sense, I guess. But we don't know who's the insecure person here at this point. Yeah, it might just be Jamie. It yeah. might just be Kathy, and it might just be both of them. Yeah. So next is Nobody Needs to Know. This song broke them as a couple. Yeah. This song is really, really good. This song is, it's a good song. But like, also, the meaning behind it just kind of crushes your soul. Yeah. Essentially, in this song, Jamie decides, not decides, he just, he wakes up in bed and, um, He's with a girl, and he's just so happy to be with her. And then he says, essentially, Kathy's waiting. And you're all like, oh, shoot, that girl is not Kathy. That is another girl. That is Elise. Yeah. other cheek. In the movie, movie, it's multiple girls, which is almost even worse. Um. Yeah, essentially, he cheated. Um, He's given up on the relationship at this point. He keeps saying how they're constantly fighting when he says they're back into battle. He kind of, he's acting like this relationship is a war. He says Kathy is waiting, like, oh, I have to go back into battle, have to, you know, put on my armor, I think he says. Yeah, he does. And it's just so weird that he thinks that, if you think at any point your relationship is a fight constantly, like everything is a battle... Like, he's given up. He's he's given up, and he thinks he doesn't know what to do anymore. He realizes that he doesn't love her, and so he turns to, you know, cheating, which is really sad. And a line that makes me really sad is, swearing to her that I never was with you and praying to hold you again. Because in the next song, the fact that he is thinking about other women while he's with her is really sad. Especially because she's just so torn up in the next song. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, He sounds really sorry in this song. But you can tell he does not regret it. No. Not one bit. Something that is... um, He says the lines about how he 
is trying to one private room in the back of my head. He wants his individuality. He wants his privacy, but she wants you and you and nothing but you. She wants him to give him, give her every part of him, but he, he doesn't want to do that. She, she can't give him the space that he needs. So he feels trapped. At this point, it kind of seems like he used Kathy, but at the same time, you know full well he was in love with her. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, I don't know, he tried to justify his unjustifiable actions by saying that he, like, he is in love with Kathy, but he's not. He's just in, in love with the idea of love. And that's what he keeps saying when he says that he needs a muse. He doesn't need Kathy to be his muse. He no. needs a person to be his muse that he's in love with yeah and that he's... could be kathy it could be elise it could be jennifer or lucinda <laughs> like it could be so many girls um yeah the last line he says in the song is i could be in love with someone like you no he says because i need to be in love with someone i i could be in love with someone like you he needs to be in love with someone he doesn't need kathy he needs the serotonin of a relationship the excitement of it and so once he's lost it He's just realizes he needs something to replace it. And does that line not sound familiar? Yeah. It was the I first thing he it said. Does. It was the first time he told her he was in love with someone like her. She was replaceable, just like he admitted way early on in the relationship. It just kind of seems like a game at this point where he's trying to justify the fact that he did it and he's trying to test the waters test the relationship see how easy it is to break or how hard it is yeah that's just sad um next song is see i'm smiling we are both big fans of the song we have definitely so sang this song before we um also both of us have sang last five years at an audition before um i don't think either of us like are proud of we're that. supposed to <laughs> Nobody should sing Jason Robert Brown at an audition. No, you're not supposed to. <laughs> Whoops. Um, see, I'm smiling. This is she so sad. I cannot believe he really came. He's disappointed her so many times that the fact that he's just coming in for her birthday for a night is so exciting to her. And this whole you and you and nothing but you, like at the beginning, she was all like happy, like, I want you and you and nothing but you. And that's just like, you know what you want you want you and you and nothing but you i don't want it anymore you do and it's just this this obsession with him turns into his own obsession with himself and it's yeah it's painful to watch yeah because uh he is so selfish in every way and she was so selfless to him and she realizes that all he really he's really only looking out for himself he's cheating on her at this point you know, he had the line about wishing he was with other women at this point. It's it's really sad. He feels like he's making sacrifices for her, but he has not. You know, this is the peak of Kathy's jealousy as well, though. She, she, she is jealous. She's um, breaking because she's so jealous. And it might not be that she's jealous of his career. It might be that she's jealous of the girls he's hanging out with mm-hmm. or that she's jealous that he has something to spend all his time doing while she doesn't. Mm-hmm. But she is jealous of some aspect of his life. And you can tell. Um, another thing that's really sad is whenever she says, uh, I, I'm, I is, swear to God, I'll never, never understand, understand how you could. Yeah, that line. And see, I'm crying and I'll do anything at all. Um, in the, in the, 
I nobody needs to know. He consults. He says, uh, "Hold on, don't cry yet." He consults his hookup, but he does not consult his wife, which is really sad. It's so sad that he he's not able to like comfort her because he just does not have any real love left for her. I could never rescue you. So this is um, actually also the 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 last song, which is. First, chronologically, this is the last song, but not the last on the timeline of the entire chronological order. That did not make sense, but if you if you if you know the order, it makes sense. This it's... is his um this is his letter to her, which she reads in the next song. He just explains her. to her pretty much that he can't be with her anymore. Um you never saw how far the crack is opened. Like, she'd never noticed that the relationship was deteriorating, but he knew full well. And he's done with compromising. He's done with trying to fix everything. He just, he's given up on that. He's found somebody new. He's happy with her. And he doesn't want to have to fix things with somebody he doesn't even love anymore. The issue with this song is he keeps saying, I could never rescue you. That's all you ever wanted. He thinks that she wants rescuing, but she doesn't need to be rescued. She just wants his support. She doesn't need him to fix everything for her, which is what he perceives her to be as kind of a weaker person than she actually is. She just wants him to support her. And not, like, financially. She just wants his support in life. Yeah. Which he he can't give her anymore. No. Which is what brings us into the next song. Yeah. This one is still hurting. Which is the um, first song in the show. It's also probably the most well-known song yeah. in the last five years. Everyone sings this. Ariana Grande um, just did a cover of it, actually. Really? Yeah, she did. It's on her Instagram. Whoa, gonna check that out. <laughs> um, it just is awful. In um, I Can Never Rescue You, um, Jamie thinks the relationship ended because she needed rescuing. But in this song, she blames his dishonesty, which is valid. She says that Jamie is convinced that the problems are his um, because he always puts the blame on her. But um, I think that at this point, they're blaming each other and neither of them will ever come to like this point of just being okay with it because they're always going to blame each other for it. Yeah, they they can. This whole show is about who's at fault and they can never accept the blame for themselves. Neither of them can. So... Um, I don't even know where to go with this song. It's just like <laughs> she never got a chance to give her fighting like words back. She never got to say goodbye to him because he he broke it off with a heartfelt letter. Um, yep. That's what he did after her ex-boyfriend did it too. So good job, Jamie. But um, he made up <laughs> his mind and that means that there's nothing worth saving because he's decided it's over. And when he decides it's done, it's done. He's always called the shots in the relationship and that is no different than this and one line that i also thought was really sad is when she says what about things that you swore to be true and in nobody needs to know she says swearing to her that i never was with you but praying i'll hold you again he swears that he's not with other women when in reality he is he totally is he totally is um in the end we tried to decide what percent was kathy's fault and what percent was jamie's fault which we originally tried to put the blame on one of them but we realized that that's impossible because a relationship has two sides every relationship has two sides every breakup has two sides yeah um 
And so we can't just give one person all the blame. We can't just say, Kathy, you're wrong. Or Jamie, you know what? Move along. Because, like, it's not going to happen. So yeah. in the end, we had some, we had, we had a tough discussion. We gave him, we gave Kathy 35% and Jamie the other 65. And originally which... we weren't going to tell you which one had 35 and which one had 65. But McKenna made me. we I it's crazy because I actually was originally a team Jamie because I felt like Kathy gave him him no room she was constantly jealous but when I really looked into the lyrics more I realized that he almost thought that she should be jealous and she never she is jealous for sure but just because she's jealous doesn't mean she wishes him not all the success that he has so McKenna brought up a very valid point earlier (laughs) in that Kathy has little sibling energy. She has this like, I want to be just like you and I want to be with you at all times. And also, I'm kind of jealous that you're like doing these things that I'm not doing, but I want to do them later. But I'm not going to do it to do them now. And I'm mad about that. But I still want to be with you at all times. (laughs) She has such little sibling energy. And Jamie... He's he's kind of a jerk, but also we love him because how could you not love him? He's precious, but also he's kind of manipulative and kind of puts words in her mouth constantly. But also, like, is he or is, is there some truth to it? That's what we don't know. And that's what we're never going to get to know. It's just weird because there's so much speculation on our part because we're just reading into lyrics. We don't yeah, know that's all we in have. their heads because we're not dumb. Mm-hmm. And so in the mm-hmm. end, nobody will ever know whose fault it really was. And because there's no direct, um, you never really see direct conversations between the characters. There's so much you're missing. And there's so much reading in between the lines you have to do with these songs. Because they're all essentially monologues. And monologues are completely one-sided, obviously. And so you're only getting one side of the story in each of these songs. And so you have to put the broken, you have to put the pieces together. Because in all of these situations, you're only seeing one half of it. Thank you guys for tuning in to our second episode of... We hope you enjoyed. Um, We definitely did. Um, Thank God this episode was shorter. Um, (laughs) And um, have a great week. We'll see you guys next week.